Hi, I'm Jason Flom. Usually, I interview extraordinary people who've been on the wrong end of wrongful convictions. Now, welcome to my new series, Righteous Convictions, where I speak with some of today's most prominent and active agents of change. Our guest today found his way into politics during the tumultuous times following Brown v. Board of Education. He organized for protests and for campaigns for communities, and eventually he ran for and won his own seat in Congress. And his endorsement turned around Joe Biden's presidential prospects during the historic 2020 primaries. And after all that history, it's no wonder that he can still put his finger on what is at the heart of some of today's biggest issues. Everybody says education is a great equalizer. That may be true, but what makes it possible? You're not going to educate kids in Allendale, South Carolina, until you eliminate the wealth gap, because schools are built based upon the wealth of a community. This doesn't mean you're trying to create millionaires. It means you're trying to eliminate poverty. Now, as House Majority Whip and with Joe Biden finally in the White House, he hopes to turn some of that goodwill into good legislation. The U.S. Representative from South Carolina, James Clyburn, right now on Righteous Convictions. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back to Righteous Convictions. This is the podcast where I get the privilege of interviewing people who are doing righteous things for no reason except because they can. And today we have a guest who personifies that ideal. Welcome to Righteous Convictions, Congressman James Clyburn. Well, thank you very much for having me currently the third ranking Democrat, but I really think more in terms of your work in civil rights and the incredible things that you've done really behind the scenes. But before we get into all of that, I mean, you came from a little town in South Carolina. How does somebody start there and end up here? I need to know the story. My father was pretty active in civic stuff. My mother was a beautician, pretty independent, and she was a big NAACP fundraiser. She was pretty much the activist. My dad uh, sort of taught me leadership skills. But when I got to South Carolina State, it was at the time that things were beginning to bubble up after Brown v. Board of Education, which was a 54 Supreme Court decision, and this was September 1957, and I got involved in student activities on the campus. On South Carolina State's campus at the time, the NAACP was outlawed. Teachers all across the state who were active in the NAACP were fired from their jobs. And 
we just became a class of activists. Because I was a preacher's kid, they always had me to say the prayer or something before every meeting. I was never given to giving fiery speeches, but more to organizing. And every time they wanted somebody to negotiate with authorities, they always turned to me to do the negotiating. So I kind of grew up in the protest. I heard what really is one of the most unique love stories that I've ever heard, which is that I heard that you met who was to become your wife while you were in jail. First of all, what were you doing in jail and how did you meet your wife-to-be? I mean, that's, <laughs> forgive me for saying it this way, but that's a lot of game. <laughs> that's a lot of game. So go ahead. Tell me the story. Well, it was March 15, 1960. After those four students from North Carolina A&T set in on February 1, 1960, up in Greensboro, North Carolina, we made the plan to sit in on February 15. But when we got downtown for the sit-in, we found out that they knew we were coming and they removed all the tops off the stools. So we went back to the campus and we decided this time that we would organize a big march on March 15th. We went downtown with over 2,000 students and ones who were considered to be leaders were locked up and separated from the rest of the students and I was in that group. So when we all herded together to get bailed out of jail, we had not eaten all day, very hungry. Some students had came to the jail to bring something to eat and this little 92-pounder came toward me with a hamburger. I reached for it. Uh, she pulled it back and broke it in half. She gave me half of the hamburger. She ate the other half. And I was so grateful for that half hamburger. I married her 18 months later. Now, I thought for a long time that that was happenstance. I found out on our 10th wedding anniversary that she had been stalking me for quite a while. And she collaborated with one of my best friends. He knew I was being set up. I didn't. But it worked out all right. We stayed married 58 years. Yeah, sounds like a good best friend, too. And so then 1969, from what I read, this was one of the moments, right? We all have the moment that sort of pushes us into our destiny, right? Yes. I went to Charleston, and I just became what one might call a community organizer. And not long after that, they decided to run a candidate for city council. There's no black person that would been on city council in Charleston. And the candidate that everybody wanted was sent Julian Devine. And so I got involved with that effort. And one night we were in the meeting and somebody says, now we got to develop a theme for this campaign. And I was sitting over in the corner and they said, well, I told them, I said, well, I got a good theme for the campaign. Sent Julian Devine for Ward 9. They all looked at me. They said, you know, we also need a director for this campaign. Why don't you direct the campaign? And that you did. And St. Julian Devine won with your slogan and with your campaign direction. But you didn't stop there. You went to work for South Carolina Governor John West. And then you were the state's human affairs commissioner. And eventually you went on to win a seat in Congress back in 1992. Yes, it did. Okay. And now we're going to get into what is one of my favorite stories from your storied history, so to speak. This was the time when you got into a battle with the infamous segregationist and racist Strom Thurmond over naming a federal courthouse in South Carolina. Now, for people who aren't old enough to remember Strom Thurmond, this guy was bad news. I mean, I don't know if that was courageous or crazy, because at that time, in that place, but you won that battle. I mean, of course, you wanted to name the courthouse after the civil rights 
attorney, Matthew J. Perry, and Strom wanted to name it after, yeah, you guessed it, himself. So needless to say, your motivations were deep. In fact, Matthew J. Perry had not only been the guy who defended your local NAACP chapter in Sumter, the the very one for which your mother had been a fundraiser, but also he had come to the defense of the students who marched with you at South Carolina State. Matthew and I developed this relationship from that point on. And so when I got elected, I told my chief of staff on the very first day in the office to start looking around for a way for me uh, to pay homage to Matthew Perry. And he ran across the fact that the General Service Administration had designated Columbia, South Carolina for a new federal courthouse. And so we decided that we were going to pursue naming that courthouse for Matthew Perry. So when I introduced the legislation, everything went well on the House side because everybody knew Matthew. But when the bill got to the Senate, Strom Thurmond objective. And what Strom Thurmond had been doing over the years, he was always referring to that courthouse as the Strom Thurmond Annex, because his name was on the federal building a block away. When I pursued it, he objected. Now, I got Strom Thurmond to remove his objection, because one of his former interns held the seat in Congress. His name was John Nepea. So John Nepea came to see me one day and told me there was something he needed my help on. And then he made a cardinal mistake. She says, well, now, if there's anything I can ever do for you. And I said, yes, there is something you can do for me. And then I told him what I was doing. And he said, I think that's a great idea. I said, well, there's one little problem. Strom Thurmond is objecting to the, the courthouse being named for Matthew Perry. And I want you to tell him that I've done some research. And I have found out that the federal building in Columbia that has his name on it was never authorized by Congress. It had been proposed twice. Congress had rejected it. And the director of the General Service Administration took it upon himself to put Strom Thurmond's name on the building by administrative fiat. I said, but anything that has been done administratively can be undone legislatively. And if he doesn't remove his objection from this courthouse, I'm going to introduce legislation to take his name off the federal building. He said, man, you wouldn't do that. I said, yes, I would. I said, I know it won't pass the Senate, but it will pass the House. And if he can stand that kind of embarrassment, tell him to keep objecting to my bill. Well, that's how it happened. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. You know, there's that great Brian Stevenson quote where he said the opposite 
of poverty is not wealth. The opposite of poverty is justice. Yeah. Well, also the opposite of justice is poverty. And as someone who spent my entire adult life working for social justice and, and for criminal justice reform, I am fascinated with your work on trying to put a dent in the oppression of poverty, particularly as it applies to people in communities of color, but it applies to everyone, let's face sure. it. And there's a wonderful quote from you that I pulled up where you said, for far too long, persistent poverty communities have suffered from neglect and indifference, leading to a lack of access to quality schools, affordable quality healthcare, and adequate job opportunities. This legislation, the legislation you proposed, seeks to right this wrong by targeting much needed federal investments to areas that need them the most. And what I really want to hear about is this initiative that you were the driving force behind it. You put it in motion, right? Yeah. What happened with this 10-20-30 funding formula that you're talking about? Well, as you know, most Democrats view Franklin Roosevelt as a quote-unquote savior of the party. Franklin Roosevelt made deals with Southern Dixiecrats to get his legislation passed. In doing so, he refused to integrate the armed services. Blacks coming back from World War II were never able to get the benefits of the GI Bill and all the houses that were being built, creating the so-called suburbs. Black people were barred from all of that. But that is a backdrop. When we had the big crash in 2008, Barack gets elected. We were having a meeting in the LBJ room in the Senate. He called the bicamera, bipartisan leaders, and we were having a round robin. Everybody offering their suggestions as to what they thought needed to go into a package to recover from that great recession. Well, I told all of them that I was not a big fan of the New Deal. These communities did not participate in the recovery out of the Great Depression. And that I was not going to sit down and support any kind of an effort that would lead these communities out of the recovery from the Great Recession. And I said, well, the Census Bureau has decided that any community where 20% or more of the population is stuck beneath the poverty level for 30 years is a persistent poverty community. I said, so we ought to target these persistent poverty communities by declaring in this legislation that any community where 20% of the mobile population has been stuck for the last 30 years ought to get at least 10% of these appropriated funds. 10% of the money should go. 20% of the population has been stuck in poverty for 30 years. That's how 102030 was born. They didn't want to do that, but they finally agreed to try in the four sections of the Ag Bill, and it worked famously. And in fact, I just talked to Rosa DeLauro the new chair of the Appropriations Committee, who tells me this is going to be a big part of every one of the appropriation bills they bring forth to the House. You know, you're really applying like uh, marketing concepts to this. And I see that between Divine for Ward 9 and then the 10, 20, 30. I mean, you could have had a great career on Madison Avenue if you would have decided to go <laughs> That's the way to get it done, though. You got to you got to put it in a way that people can, you know, rally behind it, and that's exactly what you did. And more power to you for it. And now you've got your rural broadband task force and another great slogan with the Accessible, Affordable Internet for All Act. It's perfect. You have to try to find a rhythm with these things. I spend more time trying to develop rhythms when I'm in the shower than I spend trying to get clean. And so when it came to the broadband, I really developed accessible and affordable broadband for all. Got that from the Pledge of Allegiance with liberty and justice for all. Broadband should be accessible and affordable for all. I think that broadband to the 21st century 
is what electricity was to the 20th century. If we are going to deliver healthcare efficiently and effectively, you got to have broadband, you got to have telehealth. You're not going to get children properly educated if you don't have online learning. It will connect rural America with the rest of America. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. You're known in inside circles for being a guy who is responsible for removing some of the worst, most blatantly racist laws from off of our, our books. You're not very upfront about it. You don't make a big deal out of it. But I think it's so important. And yet we still have this persistent racism in this country. We see it with the police. We see it manifesting itself with these states that are trying to force the schools not to teach the 1619 Project. What is it going to take for us to get past this and finally become a nation of equality, a nation where racism can finally be a thing of the past? Well, I think it's going to take some creativity and we've got to develop some rhythm. Usually, uh, every year during Black History Month, I kind of do some little op-ed piece, and it's simply this, succeeding within our comfort zones and beyond. Take a look at Frederick Douglass, who everybody will call a very successful person. And I'm going to look at Robert Smalls, a very successful person, to people who know him. A lot of people don't know him. But the reason a lot of people don't know Robert Smalls is because he stayed inside his comfort zone. Robert Smalls, born in slavery, but he remained in the South. He served in the state legislature, served in the United States Congress for 10 years, was a great success, stayed in the South. Frederick Douglass, born in slavery, but he stayed in the North. That was his comfort zone. But how do you get beyond? So I'm going to tell the story of Thomas Edison, who we all credit with having developed the light bulb. But we only half right when we said that. Because while Thomas Edison was doing his research up there in New Jersey, he couldn't get it to stay on until someone told him about a guy up in Boston, Massachusetts, a guy named Louis Latimer, a black guy whose parents had escaped from slavery 
they had come up with the filament. And it wasn't until Thomas Edison went up to Boston, Massachusetts, and got Louis Latimer to collaborate with him, both of them getting outside of their comfort zones, that the light bulb is with us today. So I think that what we've got to do is create a climate and things will begin to develop. I think it took guts for Edison and Latimer to come together. The last question as we close I want to ask you is, if you had a magic wand and you could change one thing in this country to make things better, what would it be? I would eliminate the wealth gap. We can dress it up any way we want to. But if I start talking to you about education, everybody would say education is a great equalizer. That may be true. But what makes it possible? You're not going to educate kids in Allendale, South Carolina, until you eliminate the wealth gap because schools are built based upon the wealth of a community. People are educated, if you please, based upon the wealth found inside the family. Social Security pulls a lot of senior citizens out of poverty. Dude, I think that with this new child tax credit program, it'll take millions of children out of poverty. And President Biden will be known to future voters as Franklin Roosevelt is known for Social Security today. This doesn't mean you're trying to create millionaires. It means you're trying to eliminate poverty. Thank you for listening to Righteous Convictions. I'd like to thank our production team, Connor Hall, Jeff Clyburn, and Kevin Wardis. The music in this production was supplied by three-time Oscar-nominated composer, Jay Ralph. Follow us on Instagram at Wrongful Conviction, on Twitter at Wrong Conviction, and on Facebook at Wrongful Conviction Podcast. Righteous Convictions is a production of Lava for Good Podcast in association with Signal Company Number 1. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.